Well, hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. You guys have found me here at my little corner of the internet, right here at the intersection of faith and culture. Today, I have one of my favorite people on the show, Dr. Mark Sherwood is back, and we're going to spend some time today answering listener questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm glad you guys have tuned in today. Dr. Mark is here doing me the huge, huge favor of coming on his off day because my schedule is so wonky this week. My friend, Dr. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to see you today. And and you know what? It, I'm excited even though it's an off day. It, it's really an on day anytime I get to be on the Off the Bench podcast. <laughs> well, you and I were just talking before the show. God's up to some really big things right now. And uh, I can't wait to just see what happens in in the weeks ahead. Yeah, we live in a great time, don't we? You know, we really many people do. focus on all the darkness, but... I just encourage people to look at the light. And and a little encouraging word for people, if you go back and look at Genesis chapter 1, what came first? The light or the darkness? It was the darkness. So light always followed. There was night, and then there was day. So light always follows darkness. So I think we have a great amount of encouragement ahead of us, really. Yeah, I agree. And I I was thinking about uh, courage. You know, I was just doing, uh, writing some notes uh, for a show that I wanted to talk on courage and how the Lord says over and over in the Bible, I, the Lord, do not change. You know, I I don't uh, slumber. I don't sleep. Be strong. Be courageous. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And we don't need to be afraid. Doesn't matter how crazy things get in the White House. Doesn't matter if they find cocaine there, but they can't figure out where it came from. (laughs) Wink, wink. No one knows. No one knows where the where the cocaine came from, Mark. Uh, in the most in the most heavily uh, cameraed facility in the face of the earth, more security there than any place on earth. And somehow none of their cameras are working because they can't figure out where that cocaine came from. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, and you know, my twenty four years in law enforcement, I think I was thinking to myself, that's the equivalent of finding cocaine in a police station and not being able it to is. figure out. How it got there. I mean, that is so yeah. silly, and and just the yeah. lack of the lack of belief I have in that now is it's it's really funny. Oh yeah, and I think it's it's easy for us. You know, uh, a friend of mine was saying the other day she turned on the news or something on YouTube, and she was just so stressed out and so anxious. And I said, just turn it off. Like it's not going to make any difference. You know, even though it annoys us, that's outside of our jurisdiction, right? We can't do anything about what's going on in the White House. We can't do anything about, you know, my crazy governor. We can't do anything about that stuff. But what we can do is walk with the Lord. We can focus on what God has given us. What is the jurisdiction he's given us? And that's really what you guys have spent your life doing. You and Michelle is just trying to help people feel better and live healthier lives so that we can do what God asks us to do. It's it's just... um it's peace. It just brings peace, you know? Yeah. You know, the, the news is toxic EMF. We need to remember it like that. Yeah. You know, it's yes. bad. And then we need to be voices of hope and reason today. And that's why, you know, turning on things that provide hope and life and faith and love or yeah. are what we need yeah. to fill our minds with and turning off things that destroy our life are what we need to avoid. Yep. I totally agree. We're going to start with some questions from some VIPers, and these are people that subscribe to the Heidi St. John podcast. And so uh, we we often talk, and we'll do it today, answer more questions on happy hour. But I want to be sure to get to this one. This one came in from Brittany. She said her three-month-old has horrible, her three-month-old has horrible eczema. It covers most of his body. 
and it seems to be itchy and is really starting to bother him. I know that all health is linked to the gut and I'm wondering if he had too much sugar because I had too much sugar when I was pregnant with him. How could I help him heal and get some relief? Thanks for answering questions on the show. It's such a blessing to get advice from a doctor I can trust. Wow, that's high praise. Thank you, Brittany. I appreciate that, Brittany. Thank you for your kind words. And um, you got a real blessing there on your hand with that three-year-old. But here's what you Mm -hmm. want to do. Eczema is a skin inflammatory condition, which many times is caused by leaky gut. And that little three-year-old can have that right now, which is generally caused by gluten and grains that are processed. So if you'll begin to, to give up those processed gluten and grains, and then, of course, the processed sugars, you'll probably see that um, that young child. Well, it sounds like we've got a, a nurser because this is a three-month-old, not a three-year-old. Oh, it's a three-month-old. So she's, yeah. Yeah, so she's saying she wondered if she had too much sugar when she was pregnant. She's trying to figure out how she can help him sort of get, I mean, three months old is pretty little for eczema. That's very tiny and very unusual. So one-third of a mama's breast milk uh, that the toxins comes out into the baby. So what mama has will be passed on to that baby. So mom, I think for you, obviously, it's not just too much sugar. It's actually the gluten that you got to pay attention to because as that comes through, the, the toxic nature of that is probably affecting your little child. So first things first, fix your diet up like that a lot. And I believe you're going to see that little resilient three-month-old come back really strong. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love that. It's encouraging. She also was asking um, another question. And I thought this was so interesting because we're seeing some questions more and more coming like this. She has a 16-year-old family member who is diagnosed with an extremely rare aggressive cancer that they say has no cure. And they're going to begin six weeks of radiation. But other than that, doctors have given her a death sentence. What are your thoughts and recommendations on dealing with cancer? Also, please stand in prayer with us that the great physician will give her a healing miracle. Well, Brittany, first of all, as long as we have breath, we have hope. God has yeah. done some amazing things. He actually has raised people from the dead. So let's believe that your, Come your child can be um, lifted up out of that pit of negativity and that death sentence that he's been given. Now, with that said, there's always something you can do. Remember, sugar feeds cancer. Just know that when they give it a PET scan. What do they do? They bathe the body in sugar and they want to see what lights up. And that ought to tell you some clues right there. So you want to go on an organic, more plant-based nutritional protocol right now. Uh, There's a couple books that you can actually read that I'll recommend. One is called How to Starve Cancer. That's a very good book that you can read. Another is Holistic uh, Cancer Holistic Healing or Cancer Holistic... uh, Remedies. One is by, um, let's see, who's the author? Uh, well, you'll find it. Um, it's out there. How to Starve Cancer. And the other one is, um, let me see, I've got it right there. In your library. In my library. Yeah, that's right. But holistic Cancer Medicine. There you go. Well, okay. Holistic Cancer Medicine. Two books. Get those. Devour them. That'll give you some hope. 
I love that. Sherry in Michigan has a question. of She's uh, struggling with perimenopause right now. And she said that you mentioned on one of my prior podcast prior podcasts an anti-aging type of lotion. I think it was three letters like GSH or something. I couldn't find it on your website. Please help me. I'm struggling and recently had my saliva hormones tested. No one will give me answers on what they mean. From what I can tell, I have high estrogen and estradiol and very low testosterone. I have so many symptoms. It's very trying. And every day I hurt. Please help. When a lady, any lady, you know, Sherry and anybody else gets to this perimenopause stage, it's it's got a funny name for it. It's called no man's land. You can laugh about that. Pretty mm-hmm. funny. But ultimately what happens is you start to see a little progesterone, a little testosterone wane. You see estradiol continue and you, you end up getting uh, moody, weepy probably. And then um, weight gain can be a persistent thing. And you can begin to have uh, motivation issues, brain fog, you know, just drive as a general overall thing. Yeah. So, you know, you need to find a doctor that can help you navigate those waters, especially during this time, so you can coast through menopause instead of crash through menopause. So, you know, you can reach out to us if you want to at, you know, Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And obviously, you know, we can help you out with that. As far as the uh, anti-aging remedy cream, it's called GHK copper. <laughs> she was so close. She was close. And I, that was great memory. <laughs> GHK copper. If you want that, reach out to us at that same website. Now we don't put that on the website, but you can call us and many people have directly through that. And we can actually ship that to you. Two or three pumps on the hand rubbed into the face at night. Um, you're going to see those fine lines, wrinkles go away, which is really cool. And you can actually see your nails get stronger, too, because guess what you're putting it on with your hands, right? Do that every single night. And a lot of our ladies and men use that as a night cream, and it has outstanding results. It's going to give you much more uh, better efficacy of results than some of those expensive night creams you get at some of the cosmetic you know, uh, stores, et cetera. Oh, man, I might have to take you up on that. Is, okay, so I might, good. I might, yeah. I might need to do that. Uh, we get this question a lot, but I'm gonna I'm going to read this one simply because if we're getting it a lot, it must be prevalent. And this is another question about colonoscopy. Yeah. Uh, this is an anonymous listener who wrote in to say my husband's mother is stressing how he needs to have a colonoscopy due to family history. My husband doesn't want to do it right now. Are there any other options he can do to check? He is 39. His grandfather had colon cancer. 39 years old, Mark. Yeah, I see this all the time. Uh, first, I'll answer the second part of that question first. Um, Cologuard, C-O-L-O-G-U-A-R-D, is a test that can be run. It's a stool test. Now, the um, the docs are going to, I mean, I'm going to be funny with this. They're going to poo-poo that test. Because <laughs> I know, right? You like that one? They're going to poo-poo that test because they're going to say it's not reliable, but it is reliable, and it's going to look for uh, through the stool test evidence of colon cancer. Family history does not determine your disease process. Hear me, folks. That's important. I, you can't change your family, but it doesn't mean that your family got sick. You're going to get sick too. That's a ridiculous thing, right? So uh, just because family history is there, personally. I don't think that you should just blanket accept that you should do a colonoscopy because when you stick that tube in that place, it won't be graphic. If they were to rip something out, guess yeah, no kidding. who is going to get in trouble for that? You are. They won't because you signed a waiver. Um, That's right. My view, 
just my personal view, I won't do a colonoscopy unless I see a need for a colonoscopy. I don't like to do things just because, quote unquote, it's time. Yeah, I really appreciate that because I think so much of the medical industry is run off of fear. And so it's the same it's the same thing with mammograms and all of this, you know, telling really healthy women, go ahead and and uh, and expose yourself to massive amounts of radiation Mm -hmm. once every year. And then you got to wonder if that's not contributing, which brings me to Tracy from South Carolina's question. She's got a basic you know, question just like this one in her late 50s. She's never had a mammogram. And she wants to know what's your recommendation for breast health, mammogram or thermography? I'm a big fan of thermography because it's not going to expose you to radiation. It's just going to look at heat. Now, we know inflammation gives off heat. Now, I've looked at plenty of thermograms in my day, as my wife has as well. And, you, you know, you and I have talked before, Heidi, about actually getting yep. one. You know, uh, they actually show heat. If, like, in the breast tissue, if they're actually red hot and it's going to be red and everything else is um, yellow or just you know, orange, that would tell you there's some inflammation there. And it would give you reason to investigate. Investigation is a lot of different things. You could do a self-examination, examining for lumps. Palpate the area on both breasts with your hands. Do that on a regular basis. Look for changes, you know, in that. You can also begin to understand from a genetic standpoint uh, how you metabolize things like estrogen, that's important in estrogenic compounds. And you can obviously reach out to us so we can help you understand some of your genetics and tendencies to um, have a higher risk factor for breast cancer, et cetera. Uh, please understand this fact that 96% of all breast cancers are multifactorial and not tied to genetics specifically. Ah. So that's important. So that means that a lot of our breast cancers are probably tied to environment. So, you know, obviously women have a choice and they should be given the choice to do thermographies or mammogram based upon what they want to do. Our preference here is, you know, we like the the thermogram for the very safety reasons it proposes. Yep, I agree with you. Annie in, uh, or Amy rather, in San Antonio had a follow-up question to that. She just recently successfully finished chemo for breast cancer and she wants to know what are the best supplements to take to build back her immune system. Amy, congratulations on getting through your survivor sister. So I'm yes. so happy for you. I can Are hear you? the bell. Ding. She there. got to ring that bell. That is so it. cool. Um, so, Amy, you want to build back your immune system. You can go with uh, a lot of the um, immune enhancers like uh, that have mushrooms in them and things like that. Those will help uh, enhance your immune system. I like a peptide called thymosin, T-H-Y-M-O-S-I-N, alpha-1. I like to come back and make sure that all my bases are covered. I like to go with your vitamin Bs, your vitamin Ds, your vitamin Cs, your omega-3s. I like to bring those back in in good numbers as well. Um, Also, make sure you're not tripping up your immune system with immune instigators like uh, foods that are inflammatory to you. So I like to do like a dietary antigen test. There's a blood test that looks at the foods that may be creating inflammation. So you're able to control the amount of um, instigation it has on the immune system by really understanding what creates inflammation. And if she wanted that blood work done, you guys can help her with that. I I want people to know that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's certainly something that I did that really benefited me. And uh, Amy, you can get that access to that blood work by reaching out to Dr. Mark Sherwood at sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. We hope you guys will use that link 
and uh, reach out to uh, Dr. Mark and Michelle. Uh, Pam in California says she keeps getting yeast infections and they prescribe her an antibiotic every time, but the infection keeps coming back. Are antibiotics the best way to treat yeast infections? And the answer is no. And I knew that. I'm not a doctor and I knew that. Yeah, I wanted to point out that blood work can be done in, in person's individual area, so they don't need to really come to our location. So that's good. That's right. Oh, yeah. Did I not say that? Oh, yeah. I did not come to Oklahoma for my blood no, work. You did it up there. Um, and Dr. Mark ordered it, and I just went to a local lab right here where I live. And I think I told you guys, I think they took like 87,000 vials of blood that day. <laughs> And I was sitting in the, I was sitting in the chair. I looked at the guy and I was like, am I going to die from this? I really want to know. Should I be calling my husband right now and just telling him sayonara? Yeah, we're very <laughs> thorough. We ask questions. I know. Um, I, I teased Mark when it was yeah. when right in the middle of it. I'm pretty sure I texted you. I'm pretty sure that's how that went down. And I was like, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have any blood left by the time. <laughs> by the time I leave, well, by the time I leave the, the lab. Yeah. I know. Well, here I am. Clearly, I have rebuilt my supply, which you almost drained completely. So yeah, there you it's, go. it is one of the most thorough uh, blood testing regimens that we do because I want to yeah. know what's going on. And Pam, in your case, this is important to know, chronic use of antibiotics can create antibiotic resistance, which makes them, uh, renders them over the course of time potentially ineffective. Some things you can think about yeast, and this is, you got to look at the source of it, Right. Um, so, you know, always look and examine maybe mold. Maybe there's a mold source that's causing that persistency of, a, of an infection. Sugar source. can do it. Yeah. See it all the time. The, the second thing is know that um, yeast is kind of fed by sugars, right? So you want to think about dietary change, eliminating processed sugars. Um, sometimes we treat this, uh, those type of infections uh, with Saccharomyces boulardii, and that's got a great... A ring to it, um, a, a great spelling to it. Sacra, S A C R Y M Y C E S. And then Bilardi has got a really cool spelling B O U L L A R D I. It actually. You are a visual learner, Mark. I know, right? I see it, right? You you see the word. I I, it's if, I, every homeschool mom out there right now is like, how is he doing that? Listen, listen, Linda, listen, women, this is how he's doing it. Mark, like Heidi, I am also a visual learner and I tend to be a really good speller, but it's not because I remember all the rules. It's because I can see the word in my head yes. when I spell. And that's why you can spell it out loud. I can. See, we're hitting we're hitting all of the all of the things today. Homeschooling, learning styles. We're talking about antibiotics. We're talking about all the things. This is fantastic. All right. I've got one more for you and then we're going to hop over to happy hour and I'll ask you some more questions. OK, uh, this is an interesting question. And you and I were talking about it a little bit before the show, but this person wants to know your opinion on the health risks associated with 5G cell phone towers. They are currently installing one on every block of my neighborhood. I'm concerned that the constant exposure would cause health problems. Do you have any recommendations on how to live in this house safely or is moving our only option? Well, I think that we live in a world that is going to be EMF. You know, let's just call it what it is. Um, yeah. We live in a mass communication world where we're, we're not going to be able to get away from this. Obviously, it has an effect on us. You know, I was telling you before we went live, there's a little meter that you can get to check the EMF in your area. It's called a yeah. Tesla meter, T-E-S-L-A meter, M-E-T-E-R. It's a free program. I encourage people to get that and put it on your 
your phone, you know, even though you might be running the phone through 5G, at least text it, check it, you know, <laughs> the irony of it all. Um, but it's got a meter of uh, levels of acceptance, at least in safe ranges, per se or not. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, obviously look for symptoms as well. Keep your system healthy. Yes. You get that extra toxicity through the EMF coming in your system. It's going to create free radicals. It creates a disturbance at the cell level. Anything does. So make sure that your body is equipped fully to be able to fight back and do what it does. I don't think God would have put us on a planet that he knew the planet was going to destroy us. And he knew mm -hmm. mankind's way. So think about that from the God-sized viewpoint. You know, he did create yeah. you now. We're here for a purpose. EMF is yep. part of the world. And he promises yep. us he's going to protect us. So don't live paranoid of it. Be aware mm -hmm. of it. Have precautions in place. And if you're having symptoms, think about moving. Get a practitioner to help you out with that kind of stuff. And, and you yeah. should be okay. I really appreciate you reminding uh, listeners that we cannot live in fear. No. Uh, this world, it, you know, living on this planet is terminal. Every single one of us is is going to die. And we can, and some, some people are going to die just because they were afraid of everything, right? Yeah. So this constant stress and anxiety creates all kinds of issues. Your body reacts to stress. And sometimes that stress is self-inflicted. And so we want to be very careful. This is why you, you and I were saying earlier, for goodness sake, you guys, if the news is stressing you out, turn it off because there's likely nothing you can do about it anyway. And maybe there's something you can do. Like maybe there's a food bank that you can volunteer at, or maybe you can yeah. come to uh, find a homeschool ministry like Firmly Planted Family. Uh, there are so many good things that are happening in the world right now for us to be constantly. And this is why I really, I'm starting to really loathe Instagram and yeah. Facebook and all these social media because they thrive on that, right? They thrive on the, on the bad news. They, they, uh, they thrive on the clicks and all the things that they get from people that are afraid because we keep hearing about you know, 5G cell towers and, you know, all the AI, for goodness sake, that's oh. out there now, you know, all the stuff that's out there. And yet the Bible has not changed. Do not be afraid. We are not called to live in fear. It's one of the things I love about you and your, out, your outlook. So optimistic. We're going to come back in a second and answer several more questions, including uh, a question on early puberty, how to find a godly OBGYN, and another really great question on how to detox our bodies from vaccines. Wow. So, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood, you hang out around with me for just a few more minutes and we'll come back and answer some more questions in happy hour. Yes, ma'am. Sounds good. All right, you guys, you want information on my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood. I hope you will go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And I would just encourage you to uh, check out the kingdom fuel that they have. There are so many great supplements and also you can reach out to them personally and they do telemedicine, which is what he does with me and my family. And it's been a tremendous blessing to me. So uh, Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. I hope you guys will check that out. For those of you who are not subscribed to Happy Hour, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody else. If you are subscribed, stick around. Dr. Mark Sherwood's going to come back and we're going to answer more of your questions. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I'll see you right back here again on Monday.